Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Sarah. Today, we are joined by Hallie Borden, owner of Milk Handmade and Honey Bridal, located next door to each other at 5137 and 5135 North Clark. Since 2012, Milk Handmade has been a destination women's boutique that specializes in merchandise from local and independent designers and features not only apparel, but one-of-a-kind jewelry, accessories, soaps, and candles. Welcome, Hallie. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And it's good to see you in person. I know recently you were um, traveling in Europe. Is that right? Where did you go? Yeah, I was in uh, Berlin, Rome, and Marrakesh in Morocco um, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Wow. And did you gain inspiration from those places? Definitely. For life yeah. In your business? Berlin and Marrakesh were new to me, and uh, Marrakesh just had a, a completely different style than anything I've ever seen. I did a lot of, a lot of shopping and inspiration hunting. Nice. So in 2012, as Laura mentioned, you opened and you took a big risk. You quit your steady job to fulfill a lifelong dream. What did you do before opening Milk? I worked in uh, business-to-business data consulting. Um, (laughs) Pretty different than what I'm doing now. Um, I only actually did it for a couple years. And, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't the right path for me. Um, I was frustrated by an office setting and uh, needed more of a creative outlet. So we know that you live and work in Andersonville. Why did you choose to open your store here? And do you remember what the first few weeks or months were like being open? Um, Before I opened Milk, I had only spent a small amount of time in Andersonville. Um, I had always come here for my holiday shopping, but really just kind of one day a year. Um, and I loved the vibe of the neighborhood. I loved the um, the community's love for local business. Um, and when I had the concept for milk settled, I, I felt like the people of Andersonville would really understand it. Um, I didn't even look for uh, real estate in any other neighborhoods. Um, and about a year after opening the shop, I moved uh, just down the street. Nice. Living and working in the same neighborhood. Do you I'm guessing you walk to work and probably see people along the way that you know? I do. Yeah. I see customers out and about all the time. I love, uh, you know, seeing people in clothes and jewelry from milk. It's really exciting. I'm always questioning, like, do I yell out something and comment on it or just let it be? Um, But yeah, we me and Sylvie walk to work together every morning. um, And it's nice being a part of the community. Your last name is Borden, like the dairy company. Is that why the shop is named Milk or are there other reasons? Um, it's the it's the main reason. Yeah, um, I've always collected um, like Borden milk gear. So I had um, a bunch of old milk crates that said Borden on them and little toy milk trucks that said Borden. Um, and I wanted to feature them in the shop and it felt like a good fit. Um, but I also just felt like milk represented a lot more... Um, you know, it represented femininity to me and also um, just like a kind of slower way to living. Like, um, you know, it reminded me of like a kind of farmhouse vibe. Um, and I liked the idea of getting back to slow fashion and that felt like a good fit. You've said being an entrepreneur is not always an easy path. What do you mean by that? And maybe you can tell us some of the rewards as well. I love being an entrepreneur. It's, it's definitely not easy, but it is uh, incredibly rewarding. I think, um, I think I'm getting used to it now, but, 
Um, the first couple of years were so tough. Just the ups and downs of business are, are really strange to get used to. The only time that I'd worked um, retail before I was for a really big company and it was so consistent. Like we'd have like daily goals and weekly goals and monthly goals and we'd we'd hit them exactly or we'd be right around them. And working in a small shop is so different. Sometimes you have an amazing day and sometimes you have a terrible one um, and they tend to, you know, average out and and be just fine. But it, it's a little bit unnerving at the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit more about in your day-to-day experience of owning a shop and how it might be really different from that office experience that you felt like wasn't a good fit for you? Um, yeah. I mean, the biggest difference, I think, is that there's just nobody telling you what to do, um, which is you know really good in some ways and, and hard in others because um, you really have to be a self-starter and you have to... Um, you know, just be really active and take notice of everything that the store needs on any given day. Um, So, you know, I settle into kind of some form of routine, but a lot of it is just um, different day to day. It's um, ordering and talking to customers and designing things and um, creating content for online. Um, And, you know, I I just really love it. It's a very different experience, too, at uh, Milk versus Honey. Is there something specific that helps you kind of self-start or inspire you, especially on those like off days or off weeks? Or if it's a rainy day or like, you know, you're just not motivated to do anything. <laughs> those definitely <laughs> Tell us all your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really just kind of like anti-procrastination. Um, if I notice that something needs to get done, I, I really just do it. Um, and there's no like big secret behind that. Um you know, if you don't do it, then it piles up and it becomes a stress. And I'd rather have something to do than something to worry about. Can you tell us about some of the designers you carry? Yeah. Um, so we carry mostly local designers. That's really where my passion is at, um, is supporting Chicago's design and arts community. Um, Michelle Starbuck was, I think, the first jeweler that we carried in the store. Um, her studio is uh, just about a mile away. Um, and she's really wonderful to work with. She makes a ton of our jewelry and she's, uh, you know, a a favorite of our, uh, local customers for sure. Um, Suki and Solane is a local clothing label. All of their clothing's made in the West loop of Chicago. Um, they use really just beautiful, uh, materials, things that wear really well and, um, wonderful construction. Just really, um, easy to wear, comfortable, clothes that don't look like comfortable clothes. Um, so I'm actually working with the with a few of the people at Suki and Solane on Milk's new clothing label. Um, so we're going to be using a lot of the same fabrics and it'll be made by the same sewers and cutters. So um, a similar level of quality. And when is that expected out? Um, it's actually pieces are starting to trickle in this week. Um, we'll be officially launching it uh, June 14th at Milk and Honey's anniversary party. Last year, you opened Honey Bridal with your sister, Dana, which Laura and I both are very close to our sisters, and we want to know what it's like owning a business with your sister. Um, But you have also been quoted to say, we want a bride to feel like she can just be herself. So tell us a little bit more about Honey and what drove the decision to open a bridal shop. Yeah. Well, first of all, I love working with my sister. I, I say it's hard to work with somebody else, but it's easier to work with her than it would be with anyone else in the world. Um, we're good communicators. And, you know, when you're sisters, you can just kind of like get it out and yell at each other and, <laughs> um, you know, figure out any issues really easily. And she's like 
she's older than you by eight years, right? Yeah, she's eight okay. years older than me, although she I, she looks younger than me. Um, so that's just a little confusing. <laughs> such a nice Happy sister. birthday, sister. Yeah, such a nice sister <laughs> thing to say. Um, so yeah, it's been really fun to work together. We, we opened the store um, shortly after I shopped for my wedding dress, and I just didn't love the experience. I thought it was really like fussy and princessy but also really impersonal and I felt like nobody was listening to me they just wanted to you know dress me up like a bride um and it it didn't really feel like me um so we really wanted to open a place where brides could just be themselves and we're not you know treating them uh you know all the same we're not trying to fit them into this bride box we're just letting them be who they are yeah, when it opened, it made me want to get married again. Like, I was like, oh, can I have a redo now? Like, when can I shop here and get married again? And as a bridal shop owner, do you have an opinion on Meghan Merkel's dress? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I loved both of them, actually. I think I liked her night dress more than the day one, but I thought they were both beautiful. I'm really into just kind of minimalist bridal style, and she exemplified that. Um, it really just lets the person shine instead of the dress. So how have you changed as a business owner over the past six years? What have you learned? And is there anything you know now that you would want your former self to know? I think I've become a lot more comfortable in my own skin as a business owner. I've I've found my voice. I was really, I was young when I opened Milk. I was 24 and um, I didn't really know who I was. And I was, I felt like I was just kind of like acting like a shop owner um, and doing what I felt like I was supposed to be doing. Um, And now I just feel like, that's who I am and I can just be myself at work. Um, and it's, it's a lot easier. It's a lot less exhausting. Um, I wish I would have, you know, found that earlier. We try to talk a lot on the podcast about the importance of spending dollars locally, both on a macro and micro level. And um, we just have a long history of doing that in Andersonville. But in your own words, why do you think people should shop local and support local businesses? Gosh, there are so many good reasons to support your local businesses. Um, first of all, you're you're really keeping money in your community and the places that you care about. Um, I live and work here. A lot of the other business owners live and work here. Um, you know, when I have a good day at the store, I'll go buy drinks at Hopley for Vincent or Bar Roma or Antiprima. Um, and then those people are, you know, cycling that money through the community again too. And it's just this nice uh, little ecosystem. Um, I think it's important to support the people in your backyard if you want um, if you want to keep living in a place with these kinds of businesses. Um, it's really crucial to support your own community. Um, also in terms of just environmental sustainability, it's so great to, um, to shop local and to shop goods that are made locally. Um, you're really just saving on the huge environmental expense of um, shipping things across the world back and forth. So Andersonville is a very dog-friendly community, and you have a shop dog who is with us today. She is, if you can't hear her panting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about Sovi, how long you've had her, and maybe how often she's at the shop with you? Yeah, Sovi is a retired racing greyhound. She's 10 years old. Um, I adopted her when she was three. Um, She is very, very lazy. Everybody thinks it's because she's old, but she's always been like this. Um, since she was three years old, people have been saying, oh, that's a very, very old dog. Um, but that's just her personality. She is a gentle giant. Um, she's at the store pretty much whenever I'm there. 
A lot of people don't notice her at first, though, because she snoozes on the couch all day and she, she blends in and then you're like, oh, there's in. a dog there. Yeah, she doesn't really move or make any sound. Um, so sometimes it's like very alarming if somebody didn't notice her and uh, sits on her or touches her by accident. <laughs> she doesn't mind, but we occasionally get a, a big scream from a customer. <laughs> Sylvie frequently makes cameos on your Instagram, and we love your presence for both shops on on Instagram and social media. You seem to have a fun time with it. Can you talk a little bit about your strategy behind managing Milk's Instagram presence in particular? Um, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I do have a fun time with Milk's Instagram presence. I feel like for years, people have been telling me that you can't mix uh, business and personal on your social media. and I've just been ignoring that advice. So I don't, I don't know if it's working or not. Um, but I don't know. I just like to be myself. And I don't feel like there's any reason to pretend that the business is much, much bigger than me um, because it's not. And so, you know, milk is me. So I'm on there. <laughs> it's a great new way to know your shopkeeper, too, and know yeah. the business that you're supporting and their life and their values and... Yeah, you do it really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think a lot of people just want their, you know, their business to be like so uh, broad and inoffensive that they, um, you know, kind of lose the personality in it. So, um, you know, I'd rather have fewer people really connect with me than have a whole lot of people not think much at all. You're also big into music. What are you listening to right now? And do you have a current favorite song? Um, I am just pretty much listening to Janelle Monae's new album over and over again right now. Um, I have just find the whole like long form video really inspiring. And um, yeah, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying that album. Um, also, uh, Anderson Pock's new single. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of that album as well. Do you go to concerts frequently? I do. Um, I've, I've taken like a little hiatus in the past six months, but last year I... I went to quite a few. I think the last one that I was at was Angel Olsen. Mm, Nice. So we always end with this question. It's one of our favorites. But which Andersonville business would you love to change places with for a day if you got to choose? Um, I think I would have to say Larry at Scout. Um, He is such a staple, such a fixture in the community. um, And I don't know. He just like feels famous in Andersonville. I think it would be fun to... (laughs) Yeah. to be in his shoes he's one of the our neighborhood thinks of him as like a mayor of andersonville and yeah so that's very true and he's absolutely too i think a pioneer mm-hmm. that um really created something special and then a lot of other businesses followed yeah i've always found um larry's presence really inspiring i remember um i opened milk pretty fast after i got the space it was just about a month until we had our doors open but i remember just like two weeks into it i was in there you know painting or cleaning the floors or something and he banged on the door and i opened it and he he was like open your doors already it's time (laughs) (laughs) that's a great story well thank you hallie for being here and good luck launching your clothing line thank you thanks so much for having me yeah sure And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Milk Handmade, please visit milkhandmade.com. And for show notes on this episode, visit andersonville.org. 
Always Andersonville, the podcast, is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872-208-5877 or stop by the store for details.